Hello, good morning, Miss Elliot, Rebecca the Elliot. Good morning, Kirsty Hudson. How are you this morning? I forgot to put the bins out again. Oh no. I know. Is it it was a is it blue bin? I, I think it's blue bin day. You know, Benji used to think that blue bin day when he was about three was a was a thing, like an event, like mm-hmm. pancake day or oh. something. He didn't think it was like Christmas. He didn't think we were all out doing our blue bin shopping. Yeah. Uh, but he thought it was uh, he thought it, it was an event that we were marking something by putting our blue bins out. It was a thing. But did you did he, he didn't quite get that it happens every two weeks? Did he not want to? Did he want to celebrate? He got excited. No, he got excited. Oh, it's blue, blue bin. bin. It's blue bin day. It's blue oh, bin day. That's so cute. Thought we'd have like a special blue bin meal mm. in the evening. You should have done that. You could have died. Well, I forgot to put it out again. Oh, I don't understand how you forget it. Or... Me and Matt, you know, can write novels and teach. The youth of today, but can't manage between the two of us to remember to put our bins God. out ever. That makes I mean, me livid. I know. I think that about Hudson. so many things. You know, just mm. like my, the incompetence of myself is just at times. Oh, well, it's I, staggering. <laughs> but I mean, I am sitting here in my pajamas, so I think that that <laughs> suggests. But you did turn up on time. Well, that had, like as you said, there had to be a compromise. There had and to be compromise. I couldn't shower and get ready and be here on time. Do you think it's okay that you're an adult, but your pajama top has a big furry bear's head on I the front with with separate ears sticking out of it, just above your breasts? I think it's imperative. Do you think it's normal? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They're from Mark. I don't think imperative was the right word. <laughs> Really, I think it was like meant like important, like yeah, no, yeah, it was nearly, it was nearly right. Okay, yeah, they're, they're from Marks and Spencers. Mm-hmm. So they were definitely adult. They're from the adult section. Okay, I mean they were size eighteen for freak's sake. Yeah, so they well, better be catch the, there. Well done. <laughs> they better be in the adult section. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well they are in the adult normal section. adult section or <laughs> the special bed, honey. Yeah, they are yeah. But beautiful. Okay. And yes, yeah, so, and I just, you know, I mean, I've got no bra on as well. I'm not ashamed. Oh, you didn't have to tell us that. Well, I think it. I felt weird. I was thinking about putting a bra on, but I would have felt weird wearing my pajamas with a bra on. I would have preferred that. I would you have felt less it. weird. The teddy bear is covering a whole multitude of sins. <laughs> God, that poor bear. Um, I know. Weirdly, he has got a face on the inside as well. Oh no! Yeah. He's looking at your naked boobs. <laughs> His face smashed up ah. against them. Oh, that is unfortunate. It you is. know, it is. We're kind of excited. Somebody should call animal welfare. Kind of excited. I've got a bear on my breast. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, oh, 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 what? What? We missed that bear. On the bear breasts. Oh, bear. Yeah, that yeah. is. Wow. I mean, it's a top, shame. We'd... Top punning there I know, from watch the out. Uh, stand-up comedian. I'd not, you know I'm not a punner. No, you're not. Pun is not don't my... really understand them. I don't really understand <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like you it when people do that. to me, is that a pun? Yeah. <laughs> I do do I do one or two that you've helped me out with. And yeah. I um, Yeah. yeah I'm I mean, here for all your punning needs. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Beautiful. You're listening to Don't Laugh But like sitting in a pub garden with two of your best friends but without the need to buy them drinks or pretend you're listening um, i've learned a couple of things this week have you rebecca elliott number one is that my husband thinks it's okay to eat uh, dog food <laughs> dry dog food obviously what that's a revelation that is disgusting yeah but he's just like that's right he said i remember when we had a family dog you know just occasionally be feeding the dog just take a bit for myself <laughs> Just take a bit, like not the. I mean, this is dry dog. Food. Oh, clearly, not this the isn't dog meat. Putting a fork in the tin of stinky. <sighs> no, this is dry. Wow. And then he said, "Well, it's the, the flavor. I mean, the fact that he's a vegetarian didn't seem to bother him. And the flavor was turkey and rice. <laughs> I just think that. But Surely. then I'm thinking, should I think that's disgusting? Yes. 
Yes, you're Without with me. Without a doubt, Thank I'm with you. you. I don't now think. Now Benji's copying him. Oh. I just find Benji just... I mean, I, you know... Chewing on dog food. God, it, you know, there's two There's two things I can add to that. One being that my dog, my husband, right, he's, he's trying to break himself out of the habit, but he's not doing a cook enough for my liking. When he's finished a meal at the table yeah. or on the couch, depending on where we're eating. Okay, or sofa for people who live in the oh, UK. Yeah, city. Yeah, <laughs> Seti. Yeah, he puts the plate on the floor for the dog to lick. Oh, well, after he's eaten, or yeah. just halfway through, <laughs> just clean that bit. <laughs> no, clearly after he's eaten, but it's not. No, that's not pleasant. He says, "Well, the dishwasher is like an antiseptic." What? You, no, this what's not antiseptic? What's that? You know, antibacterial know or something. That's not the point. And it's teaching your dog bad habits. It is. And it's teaching your husband bad habits. I know. And he, uh, he has told the kids that he wants a um, rabbit poo. So now Lenny's like, it's fine. Dad ate it. Like if the rabbit's well, poo. As a child? Yeah. Or just <laughs> I'm hoping as, as a, a delicacy yeah. in a restaurant. <laughs> just a little starter with a little bit <laughs> of lettuce to... Husbands. Dirty I boys. I know. Dirty, dirty boy. And now the kids just go, oh, it's fine. Dad ate it when he was a kid. Oh. Like, no, like, the rabbit poo's fine. Have they? Have your kids eaten it now? I bet my daughter has, yeah. Do you think? Oh, yeah. She'll have tried it. Oh, <laughs> Without a doubt. I'm sure my son probably would as well. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else I learned? There are some people. People? Quite a lot of people. Human ones. Who don't believe that Finland exists. Yeah, I can get that. My husband's a bit... Not that no, he doesn't what? exist. No, he just gets confused as to where things no, that's are. That's very different. Well, I have a, a lack of geographical knowledge. Why that's one don't thing. they believe that? What do you because mean Because people don't? believe weird conspiracy theories. Why would Finland be... I, don't, I, don't, I didn't look into it any more than that. Oh, Kirsten, we need to, to find those But there are some out. people who genuinely think Love Finland it. doesn't exist. And I think if you've got a passion, follow it. If you don't believe it, do it. You know, don't I don't. I, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. But, no. But by the, the, the laws of probability... But a couple of them have got to be true. Well, people might Unless the mm-hmm. only conspiracy theory is the law of probability. Perhaps probability is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I mean, you said to me on the train when we were coming back about, I was... When we come back from where? We haven't even told them. Oh, well, we went, we've been to Glasgow. We're yes, going to we get have. into that. We're going to get into that in a full meaty oh, level. We're going to die right yeah. in. Yeah. Or in a, not, in a more like a nut roast kind of level thing as we both don't eat turkey. That's true. And anyway, I'm on the, we're on the train and, and I was talking about something and you said, what if you don't, what if I'm a figment of your imagination? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, yeah. You know. I love that you found out one day that Rebecca Elliott was just a figment of, your <laughs> of my imagination. imagination. And, I and everyone's just playing along, just don't, don't tell Kirsty she's not real. She's not real. She's don't not there. I'm just, I'm taking you to the so podcast. So yeah, I alone. podcast with someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's my best friend. She's my friend. Yeah. She's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, and I just... She's an author, yeah. But I just thought how easy, like, that went... I did have a moment, I went, what if that's real? You know, like, a moment. <laughs> you did look scared when I what said that. What a moment, you know, just a moment. I just thought, that's how conspiracy theories happen. Like, just yeah. that... You're a bit tired. Yeah. You know, it could be many reasons. You're a bit hangry, you're a bit overeaten, you're a bit tired, you're a bit drunk, whatever. Someone says something, it's a seed of an idea. And it kind of, you kind of think, something. that could be the case. That could be. It's a, could be. Who knew? Yeah, but yeah, that's how conspiracy theories work. I think. So, do you do you think you're putting on both our voices in the podcast? Do you think that's what it is? All coming from you? Yeah, they're all just for me. Okay, <laughs> we're starting a new conspiracy theory. Rebecca Elliott right, doesn't exist. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to Don't Laugh Bart. I don't think we've even said that. We have that. not said welcome here on this beautiful welcome Thursday day of I January. Hope, I hope you're well. Oh, yeah. Not too cold. It's, it's cold. It's getting cold. Yesterday. Grey. 
We've had a lot of rain. It's the, the very worst of January. Oh, moment. I don't know. This morning, did you see the sunrise this morning? The red sky. I did, but red sky in the morning, shepherd's warning. I know, but you I mean, can't. It's going to be cold. I love a red sky in the morning. Red sky at night, shepherd's pine angel delight. <laughs> I think that's how it works. It is, yeah. Yeah. I used to love angels like butterscotch flavours mm. all the way. Oh, it's the only way to go. I would judge very harshly someone who bought and ate strawberry angel delight. That does have a taste. What of, are you doing well, with your life? It has a taste of washing up liquid to the strawberry. Of course it does. It's always saying it's wrong. It's people. conspiracy theory. It's morally wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where, where, what are we doing today? We, Rebecca Elliot, this fine January morning are doing um travel, travel, the travel of. All kinds of travel, not just mm-hmm. one. We're not going to limit ourselves to plane, planes, trains, walking, and automobiles, cars. Yeah, oh, it's exciting. Isn't I it? know. That, I mean, we are literally. <laughs> no, I think limitless. we should leave cars. Cars, cars isn't. No, we'll, do, tra- we'll oh, do a different thing on cars. Can't we do road trips then today? No, well, it's up to you, darling. Well, we can. It's up to you, darling. That's weird. It's up to you. I guess that. I don't mind. Okay. I, I bow to your grace. I just think we could do a whole different thing on cars. I mean, we're running out of subjects, Kirsty. If we can stretch it out. We will never run out of subjects. I'm worth door about this. No, that is is true. I'll tell you what, we might touch on road trips. We could touch. We could touch Touch on it. Just with a little little delicate finger rub. Mm, Don't do the finger. Stop fingering. Yeah, so travel. I mean, we've decided it's because we have extensively Mm. travelled this week. Mm -hmm. I have extensively travelled slightly more than you this week. Uh, Oh, is it competition? It's not competition. I'm just going to say, because we went to Glasgow, which we're going to delve so deeply into, are we? we? Oh, I think we're going to. Yeah, well, we had uh, an eventful train journey, which we're not going to mention now. But we will be mentioning. But wow. Exciting. Mm. Oh, you're going to, you have to listen to the end, I'm afraid, because this is going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then when we came back from Glasgow, I had a gig in St Albans. Yes, you did. Did all of that. And I just thought that was weird going from a train mm-hmm. to a car to a gig home again. Mm-hmm. You know, I do find travel, I mean, I find it exhausting. Do you get pre-travel, uh, travel is exhausting. Do you get, which is weird, we were saying this the other day, because yes. you're, you're basically just sitting. You're yeah. going to be sitting on a plane, you're sitting on a train. Totally. But you, at the end of the day, you're just exhausted from all the sitting. Oh, you're not wrong. But I, as you know, travel, no, not travel, suffer from uh, quite a lot of pre-travel stress. You do. And especially I, yeah. if I'm flying. Yeah. I hate. Yeah, I get that. I hate get that. the whole lead up to it. Uh, yeah. When I'm on the plane or train, I'm, I'm full of excitement. Mm. But the bit before that, I can't bear it. Yeah, I can't always, I have a weird thing that I can't imagine coming back from a travel alive. Really? Yeah, that's my only anxiety. Everything else is fine. I don't, I don't worry about it. I don't. That's quite, quite a big anxiety, though. You think you're going to die every time you travel? Yeah, but I can, I can think I'm going to die if I go to, uh, oh, you know, when we, they, if I go to the cathedral on midnight mass, I thought I might come and I come back alive. Why? I don't know. Actually, it's just a weird. It's a death of anxiety. Yes, it is. You need to deal with that. <laughs> I don't need to deal with it because it's not a problem. It's literally. It sounds a... like it would be a problem. No, because it's a thought. You think you're going to die every time you go out? If it stopped me doing the things that it's that I'd like to do, yeah, then it would be a problem. But it doesn't. I just think it. I don't like every time I go out. Okay. Not every time. Well, but... I was about to say that I always think I've left the iron on, but that seems like a small <laughs> I know, fry now. I, I know. It's weird. And it's... It, the, the weird thing is, I never do any ironing. So why, why do I think that? I never iron. But I've convinced myself. I love that you don't iron. I never, ever iron. My husband will iron if things need ironing. I, I occasionally do a shirt if if I have to. Never done it. But Matt does his own ironing. I don't even really know how to iron. Oh, no, I can really iron a shirt well. Oh, I bet you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I bet you're all over that shirt, the ironing. The steam. We're talking about ironing. I know, but I de- it's wow. not something like, it's not like... Oh, it is just that, and I will have to say to my husband, I probably won't die, will I? You know, or something yeah. like, you know, like because 
logically it's unlikely it's just the cathedral at midnight mass that you're going to die yeah and but then the travel then exacerbates that because you're yeah. going like on something you have no control over you know like you're going somewhere you don't know and generally like and I'm, they lay on thick all the safety warnings and all of that absolutely. stuff absolutely and the whole bit when you're on an airplane they go through the whole safety mm. thing and has put on your mask mm. and all that and it takes forever mm. right mm. but i just think until you give us all parachutes mm. and teach us how to use mm. them and also while you're there teach us how to fly the plane mm. I, i'm not interested no because the tiny little niche situation that that mask mm. and a blow up thing is gonna help us mm. is it, it's only if you're gonna land quite peacefully in the middle mm. of a sea yeah the, the the plane the plane thing causes him more anxiety than anything however yeah. part of me feels that i would survive a plane crash do you think? I'd, yeah. Part of me doesn't know if I want to. You know, that, that, that feeling of... Well, when you say you think that you would, do you yeah. think you've just got the sort of moral strength to do it? <laughs> oh, no. Others are weak. I they think... will perish. I but think me? No. No. I think what it is, my husband, because he loves planes, he can probably fly a plane. He's never trained to but he could land a plane. He feels strongly about it. Yeah. Because he does all things. He's done it years and years and years. Anyway... He he's uh, drums into me, drums it the how safe it is, yeah, and also says like like the likelihood is if we had a crash, it would be a little minor one. Most mm-hmm. people survive plane tra- plane crashes than die from them. Weirdly, I know, I know, but however much you know that, you know that you could also just go down in a big ball of burning oh, nightmare. Oh, or it could go. no, because people might be travelling while they're listening, and to it this. would be the let's fact not, that you let's not delve in that too much because a lot of people Sorry. do do listen Sorry. whilst they're travelling. We've had that. We've had lovely listeners on there. They're travelling across them. They're not going to be scared because Americans generally aren't scared of plane travel. No, and people shouldn't be. I mean, no, we true. absolutely shouldn't be. The, and it's, the laws of probability, although probability is a conspiracy theory. So. It is. But it is so much fun. You know, when the engines go and you're going, oh, we can take off. And then you're like, this huge thing is going into the sky and you can see the land. Go. I mean, it is a magical experience. It is. It is. In equal terrifying measures, but it is exa- exciting. And I, yeah. I want to always be able to do it because I like the end result of travel. Yeah, I do. I mean, but you know, I don't have an enormous wonderlust. Mm. I think if I wasn't married to Matt, who you know takes me to decent places, yeah, you... and I love it when I'm there, mm. then I probably wouldn't have gone further than Norfolk. <laughs> Just, I'm happy, there. and I'd be happy. I'm happy. Yeah, My but I do love Scotland. Oh, now that's so, where we were going to. So we went to Glasgow to see um, my good friend Sharon Rooney. Your good friend Sharon Rooney. Big Hollywood is, star. Who is now our, I'm going to say our, I'm going to say it BFF. She's my new BFF. She's my. Our. No, she's. We're going to start doing a podcast together, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she would be great on a podcast. She. Anyway, uh, she was reading my audiobook. That's, she that's did the point. read her that audiobook. That was the point. That's why we went. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it was one of the proudest moments ever when I watched Rebecca Elliott and Sharon Rooney discuss uh, just some little words on the book and watch Sharon Rooney bring it to life in the most exciting, most incredible way. Thank you. Pretty funny. It was, Hashtag um, best book ever. It's yes, so exciting. I you know. know. It was, it, yeah, really moving to hear my mm. little characters from my head. Mm. And she didn't just read it, she acted it. She did act it, and which was phenomenally wow. interesting and made it way watch. better than my crappy book. <laughs> like, she really made it sound good. She was hard, It was a really interesting process to watch, wasn't it? It, it was. was and uh, we can't repeat her stories, but we did hear good stories about uh, Danny DeVito and things like that. Oh, that it was a bonafide movie star moment. Mm. Oh, so do we go into the, on our little trip up there? But I think we should 
I think we should touch base on that a bit more. So, so we go, we went to Glasgow on the train. Yeah, we we went first class, didn't we? We went first class because we're fancy. Yeah, fancy. Well, if you're going to do something like that, you got to do it properly. Fancy, absolutely. If you can, if you can. And we ended up into in Lancaster. Well, the, Lancaster. the first lovely train broke down. The first lovely. I think it was a van. That was that know. was when it first started to go wrong. Started to go well. We there was some warning signs on that train in the 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 woman who bought the food round kept running out of food. Yeah. Like for example, I said, "Can I have some cheese and bit?" Oh, we've run out of cheese and biscuits. I said, "Well, yeah. what have you got any nut?" No, I've actually run out of those. I mean, they didn't have enough staff on the first train, no. which was fine. You know, it's in the really first world problems, no problem whatsoever. The train breaks down in Lancaster or Lancaster, depending on where you're from, yes? Yeah. Or is it just always Lancaster? I think you're giving a little bit too much detail. I know, it fascinates me. Mm. Well, as long as it fascinates someone. We had to then rush (laughs) off the train, rush off the train, up the stairs, over the bridge. I mean, it was a faff. I was just going to say that all I was going to give to this bit of the story was we had to change trains. Okay. (laughs) Change trains. (laughs) And uh, we get on the next train, and it was not as a nice train. No, it was not. Because they had to... It wasn't the, the train that we were supposed to be on that mm. was going all the way from London. It was just a little fella. Yeah. Uh, but we sat next to... We sat on a table of four with two very oh, lovely... Delightful people. People. The Shetland Islands. Um, uh, I was going to say elderly. They weren't like elderly, but no. they were... Certainly more mature than we are. But that's yeah, everyone much, is. Yeah. In age. I'm anyway, we were chatting to them. They were from the Shetland Islands. Shetland and was, Islands. Yeah. And they had some lovely... Re- and I just... We found that fascinating. Cause I used to say that as a euphemism when I couldn't say um, the rude word. Shetland. Like my kids. Oh, the Shetland. Shetland Islands. Shetland Islands. Yeah. And yeah, they were just... And they were watching jewellery and it was always fascinating. We were just having a lovely chat. Uh, I got up to go to the toilet. A gentleman... A gentleman fell into me and slapped my back a bit hard. I thought really not too much about it, but it wasn't a nice feeling. We then continued our conversation... All of a sudden, the man we hear, Rebecca and I notice that the man is swearing quite offensively next to us. Very. To the window. So we mm. thought maybe he's on the phone. We gave him the benefit of the doubt, didn't we? We thought yeah. maybe he's on the phone. He had pod, ear pods in. And then he gets the he gets up and he falls into me, which yeah. I thought at first was an accident. Turns out it wasn't. No. Shoved his hand in my mouth. Yeah. I think that was slightly on purpose as well. Uh, called me an expletive of some kind of... Uh, Slapped you around the face several times. That was after he called me an expletive. Okay. And uh, and also a fat cow, which is, I think, probably the most boring insult. I think he could have used his imagination I a little really bit more. I was really dulled by that insult. I was like, yeah. come on, if you're going to insult me, let's think of something exciting. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't care about that enough. Yeah. He just wanted to slap my face quite a lot of times. He then came back and lunged again. Yeah. I thought I'm leaving the situation. Rebecca was all very strong and stoic and was like, no, we're not leaving. We don't need to leave the cabin. And I was terrified and I went, no. He was shouting at that point to F off. F off. Repeatedly. Telling us and that get we out were disturbing his peace by talking. Yeah. Quite a lot. And how. Like it, we are to the listeners now. Yeah, we are disturbing. They're you. probably all having a similar reaction They're at home. Thinking, but we can't battle. hear it. No. Okay. Mm. Shut the F up. Yeah. So we, we, we stayed around until the woman. We felt she was safe enough because the old woman who we were sitting up the older woman yes. who we were sitting upstairs with, and then we left, and then then we went into the next carriage, and we met a lovely woman called Jane, and uh, she and and the reason I went into the next carriage is I had clocked earlier a very rather muscular guy who obviously works out really intense. I mean, he had muscles like where muscles oh, he did. shouldn't be. He was pumped, and I thought if I'm near him, I think he's standing in front of me. Turns out I was right. He he wanted to have a fight. He with wanted the to other have a guy. fight. He wanted, they, but the Jane and him wanted to fight the other guy. They did. Um, anyway, they, it turns out they went and got the guard for us. Dougie, 
who was just a joy. Dougie took care of the situation. The upshot is Kirsty was assaulted. <gasps> assaulted on the train. On the train. It, and I know we're sort of pl- almost playing it down. It was one of the most frightening experiences. It wasn't. At the time, yeah. it was. Yeah. And we're both shaky, but obviously you particularly. Yeah. You've literally been... It was a strange experience. Assaulted. Yeah. And then, yeah, they called the police. He was arrested. Yeah, because we... I don't think we were slightly in shock and I wasn't sure I got the gravitas of the situation. Yeah, because you don't at the time when you, these things happen. You don't. And I'm like... So it wasn't until they kind of said, no, 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 like we need to call the police. And he, and we're kind of like, oh, yeah, I, I guess, because, I guess you know, we should. They were going really clearly. They could, he could be doing this to... You come and do it to you again or he could do it to anyone on the train I thought yeah that's yep. a really good point and he would have done he he really he was won- up for a fight uh, he wanted to hurt me and the, the the police were fantastic but when they came they just looked after us in the, they, there was a lot of policemen he did kick off with the policemen and when I that said that was exciting when they arrested him when he came when we, yeah. the next stop loads of police there wouldn't let anyone off the train until they sorted him out arrested him he kicked off with them police came on to chat to us then they said they were going to interview us at the station but they said kindly we'll take you to Glasgow because they felt it would be a more of an easier option for us which was just great the police were just so wonderful they sat, really were they sat were with amazing. us on the train talked to us Doug the, the, the Penrith train people were just beautiful they had another colleague come and talk to us this is they the offered us tea they offered us water it was the Kindness is that what you're going to say? The That's what I was going to say. That, that this could story could almost go in our lovely hole, which it, we have at the end. It absolutely in that, could. Um, the kindness that kicked off mm. with uh, the train staff, the people in that carriage, and the police, and everyone after that point who we told the story to, yeah. was just phenomenal. Just so kind and just absolutely because I said. Um, to a few people in the house, I did I do the right thing because I don't generally walk away from confrontation. It's not something that worries me or intimidates me or anything generally in my life. But I felt really strongly the desire and urge to leave the carriage. Yeah. The sadness of the story is that nobody in the carriage sort of said anything to us. This we, this is the thing we that understand really we, upsets me. Yeah, we understand really <clears throat> clearly that no one should have stood up against this man, nor would want or expect it because he was really scary. He was no, huge the, in stature the, as well. The fact is we were sitting in a you know, first class carriage with I don't know how many other people, like ten? Oh, yeah, at least ten. And including guys. And there is one, you know, guy kicking off at two women and uh, an old couple and literally bullying us and what well, hitting you and then bullying us out out the, the carriage yeah, absolutely and no one said a word no. in that carriage and i just said what would have or been, or yeah. said to us are you okay or followed us out and went what just happened there you're right yeah or, i just anything i just think we feel like this yeah but what was lovely thank goodness that when we went and said that, that in the other carriages they were they were glorious and, I, and then to us. when we got to the police we end up talking to the police and what i said to the police was all oh, did you know did i do the right thing he said well he attacked you know he kicked off with the police if he's going to kick off with the police he's going to not afraid to hurt you and i thought yeah. that's really interesting that you think Someone, and we did the right thing by leaving. Oh, we did the right thing by leaving. It's just not something that I. I'm not. I'm, it's an egoic thing. It's something that I pride myself on. Is not being fearful in situations like that generally. Yeah. But that situation was very different. There was nowhere for us to go. He was incredibly imitated. But the thing is that hindsight is. Um, mm. it, well, it's been playing on my mind, as you know. Of course. And thinking yeah. like, what else I should have done? What else I could have said? And also, I really wanted to go back in that first-class carriage afterwards and go oh. like, "Thanks a lot, everyone." I'm yeah, really, I know. I didn't. I probably should. I know all uh, the things we could have, should have, did and didn't. But I think we actually, I think not to praise ourselves, but I think we. What was lovely was our friendship was really strong, beautiful, and I felt very supported by you. Yeah. I felt very supported by the uh, the strangers, our friends who became our friends in that moment. Yeah, that was lovely. Um, I felt supported by the trade staff who literally were like, "Do you want a cup of tea?" That must have really shaken you up, and really just 
took the didn't need me to take it seriously because they were taking it so seriously for us. Yeah, the police the same situation. And then, often it's only when other people pay the situation attention that you kind of realise what a big thing just yeah, happened. Yeah, because that made me cry then because it was I, so exactly, nice. Exactly, because I think it me and you so would have just kind of sat there and shaking and, and I don't know, until everyone else went like, no, 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 this is a big yeah, thing. And yeah, you're kind of like, yeah, it is a big thing. Yeah, it's a big it, thing. And, you should, uh, and what, what I'm, I am going to get womanly on it. There was a very... Uh, oh, there's no way he would have kicked off had we been two guys. No, it really felt very clear. No way. That. Yeah. He, because also he did it when the gentleman left. The 80, I mean, I know he probably guy was probably in his seventies to eighties. I don't know, but he didn't say anything until the guy left, and I thought that yeah. was quite indicative that it was very much the women. The women are on their own me. now, so I'm going to on their own. And they're yeah. irritating me, and you know, and had we uh, been loud, uh, he still wouldn't have had the justification to do what he did. Mm. However, I mean, you are very rarely loud. I know, but we actually <laughs> on that occasion we had really because no, we it was quite we a cabin, and I just found yeah. So it just it wasn't exciting. It wasn't. And I, it's weird, but it's also made, uh, I don't like feeling powerless. That's exactly what I don't. And at the I end did. of the day, we weren't because he's you know in custody. But at the time, I kind of that whole thing like if it had been guys, it wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, I don't want that to be the case. No. I don't want. And to I wouldn't feel. have wanted my husband in that situation because my husband would have felt. The and need then to. later on, when I walked out just in, in round Glasgow and just went off my own for a minute, I, I felt a little bit threatened in a way that I have not no, felt. But you won't again. You you haven't. I know, since. but it was and, just weird but, that that kind of. It is that moment. Well, I had the moment where I went up to, to my hotel room and I was all, I put the chain on the door. I've never done those kind of things. Yeah. And I felt like, oh, this is, I just felt, I don't like feeling weak. I don't yeah, like that. I don't. But I think actually I feel more now, I can honestly say I feel really empowered by the situation. Yeah. Because of how we managed it. And also, and I said to you, we asked, I'll take that back for the experience we had. Yeah. Of course I'm being flippant, but it was just, the, it, we had such a fantastic time meeting Sharon Rooney. Oh, like Glasgow watching was amazing. That Glasgow was incredible since city I want to go and explore we had a lot of cocktails a lot of cocktails there was a lot of cocktails drunk that night I tell you the other thing that I'm taking from it oh yeah why is that and that is I I just want to be the person who does step in yeah because there's been a couple of situations protecting yourself Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. And the person no, who's in the situation. And yeah. we've talked about this. No, I'm not necessarily yeah. talking about stepping into the person who's being no. angry or violent. No, no, Because no. I don't have that ability. Yeah. But go, stepping into the, the victim, for yeah. want of a better word, yeah. and going, are you okay in yes. this situation? Absolutely. I think you're so right. And there's, been a, there's been a couple of occasions over the last year right. where I didn't step in sure. and it still plays on my mind. Tiny things. Yeah. So one thing was in a car park. Right. And I wasn't that near her but there was a woman in a car who was on her phone so she was kind of halfway out uh, halfway reversed out of her parking space sure and there's a guy shouting at her through her window like to get off her effing phone and why mm. she's driving and all mm. this blah 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 but you know it takes you a second it mm-hmm. wasn't close to her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to realize what's going on and then and then your brain's kind of figuring out oh no something something bad's happening there right mm. but by the time i kind of figured it out she'd driven off and the guy drove off as well and I just kind of thought I wish I'd gone over there Absolutely. because there is a woman in her car on her own being shouted at yeah. um, and I should have stepped in so that, mm. and I want to be the person who steps in quicker yeah but I think I think we can I think, do you know what I mean I think you are that person I just think in those moments you're the way your brain takes a while to process it doesn't it it takes a moment because you think is it a domestic am I stepping into something that shouldn't sure and, you that's know, like, you know, and it wasn't physically violent yeah, or anything no. so it wasn't sort of obviously I know and it's like but like, I felt I still feel bad about that yeah it, I think because you know the situations this year that I had that I have stepped in and been there feeling yeah. felt really safe about and those things um and that's what again surprised me that I couldn't 
usually I can manage, but I know there was an instinction, an instinctive thing that made me think, no, there's nothing I can do here to make the situation better. Oh, yeah. It's literally... But I think you've got to judge every situation individually. Like, I, I want my... But t- I want my brain to judge it quicker. Yeah. The other thing that happened, which fits into our travel theme, oh, which we yeah. need to remember mm. that we're supposed to be travel. doing, yeah, um, was, uh, again, tiny, tiny thing, tiny mm. thing, went into Cambridge, did the park and ride, okay? Right, okay. We're getting on the bus, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Got the kids, we're going upstairs in the bus, full full bus, going detail. into Cambridge. Lots of detail, love it. Mm. Yeah, I love your detail. So, yeah, that's the difference. I love detail. Come on, talk to me about more detail about the bus. <laughs> So getting on the bus, getting the kids upstairs, and um, there's a woman, young mum, on her own, Mm. outside with a toddler, like a three-year-old, okay, Okay. Mm -hmm. who's got one of those little push bikes with no pedals, like a tiny, tiny little thing, okay, okay? and uh, she's the last to get on, we're halfway up the stairs, and the bus driver just just says to her, like, no, mate, you can't can't get on here with a bike, you can't bring a bike on here, she's like, what? Toddler starts crying because he wants to go on the bus, and because it was just me, and the bus driver's just really kind of bullying her and so she just kind of stands there not knowing what to say and before my brain has kind of Mm. had chance to kind of think about how unfair Mm, the situation is the bus has driven off and I haven't said anything but what I should have done is gone down and said oh come on mate like I I would literally have that bike on my lap like it's not a bike I know the situation and it's a tiny thing it wasn't violent it wasn't even anything Uh but like there's there's a young mum on her own we all know what that's like when you've just got you know this there's, there's a and probably needed someone to just step in and go like and yeah. stand up for a bit and there's i didn't a, and that annoys me totally there is a case uh, of a famous comic um who is short in stature and has to have a wheelchair to yeah. go onto um trains and she went viral with it's gone on television with it that she had, was i think she was put into they have a wheelchair area that you can go into and that and that like, yeah, I used to get on with Clemmy. Something like that. Something had happened, but she was in. She was left in this tiny little space. Couldn't hardly move with mm. her wheelchair, and it was just. And, no, and the way she was treated was horrendously. It sounds like I don't know right. the whole story. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably telling the story terribly, but I just think that's really interesting how travel can. We think because we're able-bodied and it's we don't we can do it easier. Yeah. It doesn't. We do not have the limitations that you may have had with Clemmy or yeah. someone who is physically disabled or blind or whatever those things are yeah i just think yeah travel can bring up insecurities and i and i hope yeah you're right i hope that I would absolutely uh, yeah getting on buses with clemmy with a wheelchair i know the, the buses can do it but it, you always kind of you've got some you know lovely bus drivers oh, not course, a problem at all yeah. but you also got the ones who kind of with the sigh and a bit of a like and you think it's just like it's, oh god we're giving them hassle yeah it shouldn't be a hassle. I know it's we fine. always feel like we need to apologise. Exactly. For so then I feel sorry to holding the bus I'm up so and they've got to put the ramp so down. So put I was talking about travel again. I was in. So we have a problem with the Cambridge to Bury route that we got. I mean, I'm, I'm travel yeah. few infuriates me because I can't get to all my gigs by public transport. Yeah. Because I can only. It's my. It's the train to Bury St Edmunds I can't get back on, and I, and I am doing active things to try and change it. It's so frustrating mm-hmm. because, especially with the environmental thing of, of trains, the um, of cars and all that kind of stuff. I'm on a train. There's this young lad in Bury who's really actively trying to do this, make this thing better, which is great. But we, I end up talking to him on a train because I'm, we're standing on the train. There's literally no room, yeah. and I just think that's fine for me. I can do it. But what if you can't do that? What if you can't yeah. stand for that long? It's fine anyway. Equally, when you're quite short like we are, and you're standing on a train, you've always got your face in, in a bloke's armpit. armpit. Yeah, absolutely. I hate that. But talking about the apologising thing. 
Like, so I'm in the way for people to get out. And I'm mm. like, I'm oh, so, so sorry, so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry in your way. Sorry, I'm in your way. Sorry, I'm in your way. Yep. You know, like, yep. constant. And then this bloke went out to me. He was, uh, and he just went, stop apologising for yourself, love. Like, oh, really? in the loveliest oh. way. And like, I like the added the love. I yeah. Think, you know, yeah. And I just thought, you know, I think as women, I know there are men that do it. That's the caveat. But I think as women, we do apologise for our actually just taking up space on the I planet we do. sometimes. Yeah, I'm so sorry I'm alive yeah. and here I'm right now. I'm so, so sorry. I, trying... I should be dead. I'm, yeah. I apologise for existing. You're listening to Don't Laugh But, two women talking with enthusiasm about what they reckon, as if it in some way matters. So we've had a few uh, travel stories then. We have, From mate. our buses. From the butters. Um, all right. My son Ethan went for a stage of projectile vomiting without much notice. Oh. Once, oh, that's awful. Yeah. I've been in this On public transport. Oh, once we were on the train to London and I didn't have anything sick, any sick bags. Oh, no. Oh. oh, no. I attempted to catch said vomit with my hands, which was pretty ineffective. Oh, no. Oh. We got off at Stratford and the train had to be delayed so it could be clean. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. Really? They had to stop the train to clean it? Yeah. I mean, oh. that's a whole lot of vomit. Because also you're angering all the other travellers at if, this point because nobody wants to hold up. If it makes her feel any better, mm. I once drunk way too many Long Island iced teas and projectile vomited all along the dormitories of an American Air Force base. Did you? Yeah. That is nasty. I mean, projectile green. It was green. Why was oh, it green? Oh, why was know. it green? That's Long Island iced teas for you. They're a danger to humanity. That's not pleasant. No. It was fun though, it was a fun time. No, I mean, train toilets. Have we spoke about when the toilet door opened? Because yeah. I'm now really scared of them to the point yes, where you I, I got you to stand outside. <laughs> yes, you did, like I was. It's the curvy there. ones. It's the curvy they ones. Worry you, don't they? they worry me that the door's just going to open, which did literally happen to me once yeah. with um, Monica's round my ankles. Love that. And I can't, I can't get rid of that idea. Nor can I. No. But, you know, nor can I listen now either. <laughs> no. Yeah. And when we didn't talk about the other thing that annoyed me on the train. What? I mean, obviously, apart from you getting assaulted. Yeah. But, you know, little things, yeah. little things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everything now has a personality. Objects oh, have a personality. Yes, and ma'am. we're kind of getting used to that. So a yes, bottle ma'am. of drink will say, recycle me afterwards. Yes, or ma'am. whatever. And it kind of, it talks mm-hmm. to you. But the worst case of that mm-hmm. was in the toilets mm-hmm. of the train. Mm-hmm. On the bin, it said, feed me tampons mm. and nappies mm. feed me mm. tampons and nappies so not only not only is it speaking to me yeah. but i'm now imagining that i'm feeding and that no, no no it's no. not sentient being no i'm not having it sentient i'm being. not having it what it is, is a sent- bin it's not supposed to talk to me a drink is not supposed to talk to me they're things what is a sentient why being? do objects have oh, to, sh- a, what's a sentient being a thing that has thought okay Unlike yourself. <laughs> I just didn't know what... I like that. That sounds like an alien, a sentient being. Well, now, see, now I'm doubting that I've got that <laughs> I think, right. I think you should doubt it. <laughs> doubt it. Just doubt all the time when he's say something. Um, no, yeah. Good that, point. Well made, Rebecca Elliot. No, I don't think it was either of those things. So Sam says, uh, when my mum came to Uganda, this is, this is my sister who lived in Uganda for a little while, right. and then mum went out because she was ill. When mum came to Uganda, we had to make the 12-hour trek back to where I've been living in Kagando. K- who doesn't want to live in Kagando? 
Uh, there were many unusual and hazardous aspects of this journey, such as when the bus driver saw a huge cow dead in the road in front of us and so decided to speed up and drive over it. Oh, wow. We were also stroked a lot and laughed at as they hadn't seen many white people in those parts of Uganda at that time. Fascinating. I'd love that, though. Yeah, I would love. I mean, that's an experience, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But yeah, seeing a, seeing a cow on the road and thinking, I'm not going to go around it. Yeah. I'm going to speed up. Yeah. Go right over it. Travel is interesting because it's depending on where you are in your journey. Like, if you're on a tube, yeah. if you're on the tube, you yeah. don't really want anyone else to get on the tube if you're if it's busy, right? Absolutely. Because you're going to be squashed. Mm-hmm. If you're the, the one running for the tube, you really want to get on that tube. Yeah. Like a, that's Do like you think a, you've made a... Is there a point there? It's like a metaphor for life. Is it? Yeah. How does that metaphor work, Kirst? So, <laughs> like, sometimes... No, just spell it out, because clearly it's clear in your brain. But yeah. I think so that the rest of us can really... Sometimes, really you're, on, gra- grasp sometimes it. you're on the train. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're running for the train. Yeah. That's... <gasps> yeah, okay, that's, all right. That's yeah. good. That's good. So you there's, got something. you got something there. It's an inspirational poster, yeah. that is. I'll write that down. Love that. Okay, do you want to read one? Yeah. Uh, it's not particularly funny, but it's memorable. Mm. Well, no, that sounds like you're judging it. No, she said this, or he okay. said this, depending on who wrote this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not judging it. About This is quite memorable, but not that funny, because it starts with this. About 20 years ago, I was in a borderline abusive relationship. Wow. Ooh. I'd been home over Xmas, Christmas, but I hit kind of like Xmas. No. I've been home. Like Xmas. Yeah. <laughs> I've been home over Christmas. But he called me back, so of course I went. Oh, harsh. But I got on the train at London and a group of lads sat in the seats opposite me. I looked a right state and I wasn't really feeling very chatty. So I was on the defensive thinking they were winding me up. But they kept including me in their conversation. When I got off, one of them offered to lift my case down as he handed it to me. He slept a bit of paper into my hand with his phone number on R. I'd been made to feel so worthless by my boyfriend. Mm. So this little gesture couldn't have come at a better time. I never rang it, but I kept it hidden in my purse to remind me. (gasps) I love that. So the story that started off sad I know. ended happy. I love that story. Love it. It's so. And I love that she took the number, she put it in a put, and she just kept it just as a reminder that I am, I'm, I'm worth something. I'm way and enough. I'm, yeah. Talking about that, I travelled by car a lot, and I broke down at a gig once, and I went and did the gig and came back. I thought I'll sort it out because that's yeah. how professional I am, right? Obviously, sort it out afterwards. Came back, uh, rung the AA. They were going to be a long time. These two guys, there was a group, there was a gang. Of mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. they were looked so intimidating. They right. were like, I said, "Oh gosh, you know," because they had their hoodies and there was the whole. Anyway, they um, the the gang, the lads, started to walk towards me in a quite intimidating fashion. I was, "Oh shit, I'll probably get yeah. my car and wait here." And they just knocked on me. You all right, love? I'm just looking at your car for you. Oh, just love those that. moments where we love assume that. where we are, where our preconceived ideas that we we need to challenge about people. But, Absolutely, you know. And I thought that was interesting. That, that yeah. but that's that kind of same thing. You know, we think that. Yeah, sometimes because of whatever we're feeling because in the of what we've gone think, through we project that on the situation but equally as we said uh, you need to trust your instincts I think that's really important for mm. us as women to go if you feel unsafe say it name yeah. it you know it's about getting that fine balance isn't it all it the is. time you know mm-hmm. so I've got another story here I was on an Air France flight from Ooh. Rio to Janeiro to Paris 
Paris. That sounds exotic already. I had a window seat and a rather large and unpleasant French man sitting next mm. to me. He was so huge that his belly fat was actually going over the armrest in Ooh. the middle. He grumbled and growled throughout the flight and was one of those men that had beads of sweat permanently dripping from his upper lip. When mm. the evening meal came along, he was shoveling it all in his mouth when suddenly he stopped and then he sneezed. Oh. And warm, slimy, greasy mashed potato and butter came flying out of his nose and mouth all over me. I had my favourite T-shirt on and it was now covered. I got up, climbed over him, went to the toilets and tried to clean him up. I stood at the back of the plane for most of the remaining flight drinking the wine. It's the only thing to do at that point. Landed in Paris, but my luggage was on the plane to London. I needed a new top. No shops were open. Arrived on the next flight to Heathrow. My luggage was delayed. Met my sister. Told her not to touch me. Went and bought a new T-shirt, changed in the bathrooms, chucked my favourite one in the bin. Oh. Lesson learnt, always carry a spare top in your hand. Always. And don't sit next I've to done a, that. I've a never carried large, that. angry, French, sneezy man. Yeah. It's not quite niche. It's the main problem with travel, the other travellers. I think we're close to people, really close to people, and that can be tough. Yeah. At times. Yeah. And plane seats are small. I have a plane story. There was a, there was a, I've got, we have to travel quite a lot to the States, obviously, with them. Mm-hmm old american people yeah and there was um, uh, I, um i want to say chinese i'm presuming they were chinese um couple on the train next to us okay. oh, no, they weren't they were on the plane and he started drinking quite a lot of red wine okay and he probably the, the wine flowed there was probably about 10 bottles all of a sudden he just passes out in my lap oh no he just sitting there and he went Whoop, into my lap <laughs> What was, his, what was his other half doing at this well, point? Well, she just looked and she went, oh, he's... And I said, so anyway, we got, to the, we got to the crux of the situation. Yeah. She, he thought he was drinking blackcurrant squash. He thought he was? Really? Yep. Wow. Oh, that's quite sweet. <laughs> Did you just stroke his head in the well, end? I ended up having to go and... Because I had to get someone to help him. They got him in the recovery. I had to send him Oh, no, back. that's really yes, bad. He was, he was. He was very unwell from it because I don't think he probably drank, really. Oh, So he was no. passed out the whole journey. God, I love know. him. I know, right? Do you like hotels? Mm, I love them. I love a hotel. I love a hotel. I tell you what annoys me. I love me. a hotel breakfast so much, I can't tell you. I know you do. I've witnessed you <laughs> loving a hotel breakfast for hours. Yeah. You will fit it all in. Yeah, I get everything. Actually, we had this a lot when we were eating out, because both of us get, uh, well, I get full quite quickly, and yeah. it annoys so me. And so do I, apart from breakfast. Apart from breakfast. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say that, but then I thought, yeah, but breakfast, you were just shoveling it in. But the other meals we had out, notice, we couldn't eat enough, yeah, and yeah. it was annoying. Yeah. So you're doing that race against your own stomach. <laughs> you're thinking, I want to eat this, I want to, so I'm going to cram it all in as uh, quick yeah, as I can yeah. before my stomach tells my brain no no more you now feel sick yeah i know i know it's probably not a healthy way to live is it well it is but i love it but the hotel breakfast there's something about a buffet breakfast but in this hotel that we stayed in Mm -hmm. it was i mean it was the best of both worlds it was buffet and pick whatever you want off the menu and And we'll make whatever you want whatever you want whatever your heart's desire and you really took them at their word and went for it all i did and kettery and two eggs yeah and loads and loads of toast yeah and I also had a, um, what's it called, uh, pastry. You did? Oh, oh, and they had vodka on that breakfast. They did. They were offering vodka and uh, Prosecco, which I, I did have. I love that. In fact. Um, no, hotels. Why is the hairdryer in a bag? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good 
good blooming point. You know? I don't know. It's a waste of a bag. Yeah. I always say, well, the first time I go in there, I'm searching all the cupboards. Mm-hmm. I want to find the uh, dressing gown. Mm-hmm. And I want to find the hairdryer. Oh, did you find that the towels were slightly crispy in the hotel? That was they it. were crispy. What yeah. was that? Abrasive. Yeah. I mm. that, was the only, that was my only criticism. Of drying yourself on a bit of cardboard or something. Yeah. But yeah, why is the hairdryer in a bag? And what are, the other thing mm. uh, is when the housekeeper yeah. comes in the room, because yeah. you've forgotten to hang the thing that says, I don't want you in my room right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um, I get very scared. Mm-hmm. Why are you pointing at the time? I'm just you know that it is. I know, but there's a lot we've got to cut out because there's been a lot of boring stuff. <laughs> so I'm thinking we need to keep going till I'm... it picks up. Ah. I'm hoping at some point this podcast will pick up, Kirst. All right? <laughs> it may take us two hours. I will get there. All right? <laughs> God knows we haven't been there yet. We'll find the funny. I'm saying when the housekeeper comes yeah. in, I yeah. feel guilty uh, about the mess. I mean, yeah. both of us kept a horrifically messy room. Yep, we did. Even though we'd only been there for a half an hour. Yes. We just emptied everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel really guilty, but also I feel guilty. I feel like, have I paid for this room? Yeah. Oh. I'm doubting that I should be here. Really? Yeah, because she's here now. So I'm thinking, about perhaps this is, <laughs> this is not my room. I don't think I should be here. That's weird. Yeah, every I time. mean, I have told you the story that every time we go somewhere fancy mm. and we meet the cleaners, my mum will always say, I'm just having lunch here. <laughs> like, she just <laughs> excuse the like fact that, that she's there. Like that thing is like, I, you know, whatever yeah. is like, that yeah. stays with you. I like, like I don't... But that, because it was a fancy hotel. It was a gorgeous hotel. It was, hotel. and it didn't just have a swimming pool. No. no. It had a thermal experience. Isn't that what it was called? Which was terrifying going into. Yes. I'm not going to lie, because you went down lots of dark alleyways. Yes. Yeah, it felt like a weird it. sex club we were going into. <laughs> really? I'm not sure that it wasn't. I'm going to say that because <laughs> when we were in the pool, they had this little square bit that you swam into and it was just the room, like with the water in. Ew, that was weird. There what was are you supposed to do in there? Well, we have sex. That's what you do yeah. in that room. I mean, well, well, we had sex. I said, well, you have sex. Oh, that, no, that's you... what we did. I'm not sure that other people should. There was. Oh, can I say about the beautiful man? There was a beautiful man in the water. No, because it sounds creepy. Okay, but there was a beautiful man. He was a footballer, we think. He was because one there of the was... most good looking people I've ever seen. <laughs> I I but did. I enjoyed that him. That sounds creepy. Yeah, it was. Okay. I creeped on him. Okay. Are you going to read a story? Yes, I'm going to well, say. Come on then, love. I'm say, Come I'm on, say, pick it up. Travelling from London to Berry First Class. Oh, fancy. From USA and airport. I presume from USA airport. For man, you Anyway. They're travelling from London to Bay in the first class. I sat next to Nigel Havers. Wow. Wow. This is already picked up. This is this is thank goodness this has lifted the podcast. Which was natu- We needed Nigel Havers right it, now. God knows we needed. Oh God, I love him. He he was in Coronation Street, you know. Was he? Yeah. I'm hoping to come back, but they've killed him off. But I just wanted to You're away. making it dull again. I love him. <laughs> which, is nat- which is naturally very exciting, except that I was on the, on the last two hours of about 20 hours of travelling. And so I was rather bedraggled. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And he was, as, all, as always, of course, of course. immaculately turned out. Mm-hmm. Gent, yes, he's, he's got great posture. hair. Our train was stopped on the line. Oh. Oh, she's on the train. Oh, for the love of God. Do you want to read it all again? No, no. Are you sure? I know it now. My train was stopped in the line due to someone jumping off a bridge. (gasps) Oh, I hate that. That's always tragic. I hate that. In front of us, which was pretty hideous thought. We all had to sit around for a while and then be taken to the rest of the way by bus. Mm -hmm. Well, Oh, bus replacement services. Oh, 
Oh, they replace the joy with misery. Yes, they do. Well, Mr. Havers decided they had quite enough of the common riffraff that he'd had to endure all the way from London, <laughs> i.e. me. Mm-hmm. And so he called a driver to come and pick him up. Oh, of course he Shame. Does. Shame. <laughs> Shame. I know, because you'd be like... I can't imagine Nigel Havers has ever been on a bus. No. I don't want it's him not to. It's not Okay, for another one here. I used to commute from Bromley to Chatham. It was a horrible commute. We were often held up on route. The trains were the slam door kind of one particular night. I don't know how it happened, but a train went by at speed on the track next to us and ripped the door off. Mm-hmm. In that moment, we all had the same thought process, that if anyone said anything, we were not getting home anytime soon. So without saying a word, the people closest to the gaping hole moved to different seats, and we all sat there going, dum-de-dum-de-dum, in our heads. Wow. Which was all good, until the ticket inspector walked in and said, how long has it been like that? We all collectively looked sheepish as we were herded off the train at the next stop. I just loved the wordless group decision-making that took place in that moment. But obviously, in hindsight, the discarded door could have probably caused an accident, so he probably should have spoken up. Wow. But beleaguered commuter mentality, get home at all costs, mm. overrides all sensible thinking. It does, but I do, it does. It does, but I do want to say, going back to our story, that we need to keep train guards on the trains. Train, train guards. Train I know. people on the train, I know. what their role is. What, they, we need them. Well, this is the thing. So you've got to have all these signs as well, saying, like, oh, there's CCTV here, mm. we're keeping an eye on you. Tell us if you see anyone in trouble. Tell us if you see anything suspicious. Mm-hmm. And yet when you were assaulted, no one said a damn thing. And also it took a long time. If we hadn't got muscly guards. We couldn't place, find anyone. Because it, we really couldn't, because we couldn't go back into there. So yeah. we had to keep going one way. And we couldn't find him. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, and it wasn't actually his fault. Mm-hmm. It, it was just that it was literally lack of staff because, and that's why they go on strike and thing. I think, and I think I'm I'm all for that now. I know that I yeah, know it disrupts, I know. but quite, we need, need it. To we sort it out. We need the doggies of the world. We, we do. Don't leave your baggage unattended. Oh. That confuses me because when you get on there with a big case, you need to leave it down the end of the carriage. We do leave it. So I'm leaving my baggage unattended. Are they just covering their liability yes, so that if your baggage is stolen or if there's a bomb in it, then it's basically not their fault? Or do they expect to take this huge cube of like clothes and electronic stuff that weighs the same as a Volvo and me to put it on my lap? Ooh. Hang it out the window on a bit of string. What are you supposed to do? I know. I don't know, Rebecca Elliot. I mean, I think you're right. That's a. I'm just saying, Kirsten. When you first said that point, I thought, "What a twat!" But now you just <laughs> you described it. I went, "Yeah." Do you think that with everything I say? Yeah. for travel oh we've covered every aspect i've of it. gone over her corner have you mate yes i have oh, it was in glasgow yeah it was in glasgow yeah and uh two women yeah walked past mm. and one of them said to the other one did you go to the pity party last week but like did you go to the pity party last week she said it in a way that went did you go to that party she wasn't saying it in a way that did you no. feel sorry for yourself last week it was there was a pity party so is that a thing I and if so. not it should be it should be a, we should create a pity them. party where we just all feel sorry for ourselves in unison that's going to dragons then love yes, it yes pityparties.com beautiful did, you, beautiful did you go to the pity party last week there, I can't do the accent no, very well is it, get, is it coming on no it's getting there I mean, it's going to take a while, but they're... New, new worry. Love, new, new worry. And just know, 
Just no. Just no. No worry. Love it. No bother. Oh, yeah, we did find out that Love I can do the Yorkshire accent when we were away. Yeah, don't try it now. Okay, well, but I'm going to bring... I'm Work gonna, on it. Work I'm, on it, I'm going to bring it Work to the people because it. Yeah. it was good. Uh, I had an overheard corner last night. Mm-hmm. We went to the Dent, Susie Dent. We went to see Susie Dent. Well, she was Off of Dictionary Corner. And her topic was called... What was it called? The Secret, the secret life. life of Words. It was fascinating. It was really But I can't remember most of it. No. Apart from the fact that I think in Victoria times, they used to call the intestines arse rope. They did. I loved it. It was so good. But when I went to the toilet, I heard someone say, oh, she knows a lot about words. <laughs> and I worked that out before. Like, that is the... Really? Yeah, it's kind of the does. point of why we're here. I know, I why we're seeing it. her. But we do say yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, like, oh. She's not that worse. Oh, she? she Who knew? With words. Who knew? Literally everyone yeah. knew. Everyone knew. That's why we're here. <laughs> Loved it. It was beautiful. Oh. Okay. Every angry corner, I think we've we've been angry. I think we've done the other corners. I think we we've have. visited all the other corners. Oh, I, think, I, have, I think we had a lot of lovely holes. I have got a lovely another lovely hole if you want. You want to discuss your lovely hole? Yeah. All right. Uh, there is there was a there's a viral thing gone out. It's been probably how long it's been around for. There is a woman there at some kind of conference, and kind of like a I want to say like a European Union kind of conference. You know, they're in like a big kind of domey kind of place. You know what I'm talking about. Come on, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes when you're describing something, I love to just look at you blankly because then you just don't stop describing it. <laughs> so they're there, and the man said to this woman. Um, <laughs> You, uh, she doesn't even have a degree in economics and she's talking about this economic debate and she shouldn't be doing that. And the woman sort of went, I have a PhD in economics. Oh, Something nice. like that. It was, yeah. it was, she said it way much better. Right. So, he, was, so he was saying, what are you talk, doing talking, talking about, about this? She doesn't even know what she's talking about. Literally. And it was so mansplainy because he got up <sighs> and he, it was the perfect example of a man and I know way more than you and what are you doing, pretty little lady? Mm-hmm. It was that perfect And her tone. going, boom, drop the mic, got a PhD what in economics. Yeah. Shut it. Yeah, yeah. And you could have, she, she should have just thrown the mic at him. Absolutely. It was a beautiful, and there are so many examples of um, situations where someone goes, don't speak to me like that. And they, right. they do it so well. Beautiful. That's my lovely. Can I do um, a brief overheard of you? So so when we were on the train yeah. in uh, in London, yeah. and you obviously start talking to everyone, mm. and you were talking, talking to a, a chap who was studying, and you were saying, uh, what are you studying? And he said, uh, like, sort of science, physics, mm-hmm. astrology. Um, it was so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, like, really clever chap. That was my and, mic and, conversation. And your question to him was... Um, <laughs> What's your favourite planet? Which is a question you'd ask a three-year-old reading a book about space. I stand by that. If someone's doing that, I want to know what's their favourite. I think it's true. I really... And he was like, I've never thought about it before. Exactly. He was he was blown away by the gravitas of that question. So what's it, your favourite you know, planet? I think... Also, I just said astrology instead of astronomy. It's like a right dick now. Yeah. Oh. Love it. So, um, have a great week. But oh yes, this is our this is us all being more organised people. I know. Next week we're going to be talking about habits. 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 This is quite a breakthrough for us because we normally only decide the day before and then have a panic yeah. and don't give enough time uh, for people to have a think about it. So we're doing habits. Habits. Is so awesome. if you've got a bad 
disgusting or weird habit. Or dirty habits. No. No, don't tell us your dirty habits. Let, let us know. Uh, best place to do it is Facebook. Yeah. Obviously, there's Instagram. Send us a message. We've got an email somewhere on the Facebook got page. Got an email. Got an email. I want to say info at don'tlovebutt.com. Let's do it. I want to say that. Say it. You've said it. I've said it. Yeah. So, do just let us know your habits, people, and yeah. have a great week, people. And uh, Kirsty's got some really disgusting ones, so that's going to be fun. Beautiful. People, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Beautiful travel, week. travel safe. Be safe. Be well. Enjoy. Um, tell life. us if you see anything suspicious. Do, do, uh, Don't like leave your baggage. Us. Like us. Give us reviews. Tell a friend. Tell a friend tell about a friend. us. Tell, tell people. People. Tell people, people that we're Shamaroonie's best friends. Need to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we love you. Um, take care. Oh, take care. Have a lovely week. Love you. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Rebecca and Kirsty will be back next week to once again audibly spoon you with their firm yet malleable twatterings. 